settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today we are back with Janet Namaste. I am so excited for you guys to listen to this interview. So if you're new here, if you've never heard me talk to or about Janet, she is a master healer. She's a psychic, she's an intuitive, and she's a numerologist, all for over 25 years. I personally have been working with her for over three years now. And she's a skilled hypnotherapist. She specializes in regression therapy. And she's also founded and leads the Conscious Healers Academy, which is a energy healing program that certifies and teaches healers around the world. So she's so amazing. She has the gift of the four Claire's. So she is clairvoyant, claircognizant, clairaudient, and clairsentient. And so what she is mainly known for is her signature transformational and healing program called the Destiny Blueprint. So this is a program made up of two sessions and it is proven to put people on their soul's destined path. And she truly helps so many people internally and then in turn it becomes externally really discover their soul's purpose. So I love working with Janet. She has helped me so much. And today's episode actually came to be unplanned, to be honest with you. We were having one of our regular monthly sessions and we were just talking and jealousy came up. And one of the topics that I have saved that I planned on talking about at some point doing an episode on is jealousy and undercover hater type of friends. And so when when it came up in our session, it just kind of naturally came to be that I was like, hold on, let's do a podcast episode about this right now. Let's table this conversation. Let's not get any further into it. Let's save this conversation for the podcast. And, you know, like I said, I have been working with her for over three years and you guys would not believe the amount of times that jealousy has come up in our sessions. I actually remember because I started working with Janet doing the Destiny Blueprint, like I mentioned, her signature healing program. And in, I believe, maybe the second out of the two, my second session on the Destiny Blueprint, she said to me, did you recently go through a breakup? Now, of course, romantic relationships are what came to my mind at first. So I said, no, I didn't. And without realizing right around that time I had gone through a friend breakup with a friend who just super jealous of my energy and super jealous of the way that people love me and treat me and in that session you know when I said no I hadn't she said was it like a friend or something I'm seeing a really dark cloud I'm seeing a really heavy energy maybe of jealousy or envy and it hit me that the the energy that she was seeing was not a romantic relationship it was a friendship and I knew exactly who it was so from day one she's always seen a lot of jealousy around me when it comes to friends and the people that I've welcomed in my life so since working more and more with Janet I have truly valued my circle more and more my friend my best friends and my family I've really identified who my people are more and more and more because there's always those people that you know are just a little bit off and you realize the people that you share good news with and 
like they're not even that excited for you or they they can't just say oh my god that's amazing I'm so proud of you they always have to ask a question I will never forget a few years ago actually this was pretty much around the same time this isn't who I was referring to in the first place but there was another friend that in 2018 right before I started working with Janet I told her that I got like a basically a collaboration like a brand deal with a dream brand that I truly loved and her response was how the fuck did you get that I will never forget it I was like well they reached out like they asked and I just remember that response and I just got to a point in my life where I'm like I'm sick of that like I don't have the time or the energy to coddle someone to make sure that they always feel taken care of like they can't just for a minute be happy for me they always have to feel like something is personal to them you know what I mean and and I just can't be friends with people like that undercover haters that is what they truly are and I realize you know you have to be careful with who you share your good news with because good news for you should be good news for your friends too exciting proud moments for you should be exciting proud moments for them too they should a true friend would never rain on your parade a true friend would be sad when you're sad and hurting when you're hurting not like low-key happy when you're sad or happy when you're hurting you know so you have to be careful who you welcome into your life and who you share good news with because when you really really think about how people respond and react when you tell them your proud proud moments or when you get recognized or when somebody shows you love. If you start to identify how they respond to that, you're going to start to see how many people are jealous of you. And then there's the other people too who do like, you know, underlying truth in a joke kind of way. Like they say something that they're telling you is a joke or they say it in a laughing manner, but you know deep down that's how they really feel. You know that they're trying to get under your skin or they're trying to just knock you down. They just want you to feel a little notch less of yourself. They don't want you to feel like the best version of you. So they they make these subliminal jokes that are like actually undercover truths for them. And you will notice that after you fully listen to this episode and hear us talk all about jealousy and all that kind of stuff. So This episode is definitely going to open your eyes and open your mind to who's a true friend and who is an undercover hater and who's got the jealousy disease. Okay, everybody, we are back with another interview with Janet Namaste. Our first interview about trauma was honestly one of my favorite episodes, definitely one of my favorite interviews that I did. We got really deep and it was really intense. And something else that Janet and I talk a lot about aside from trauma is jealousy. It is such a reoccurring thing in my life, in her life, and it comes up so often in our sessions. And we decided let's bring this topic to an interview. Let's bring it to this podcast. So I'm really excited to discuss jealousy and kind of getting into women and friendships. You know, Janet, a lot of people always tell me when I ask what topics that they want me to do, they're like, can you talk about like fake friends and shady friends? And this is it. This is it. This is, this is like the elephant in the room where sometimes like you're out for dinner with your girlfriends and you know, there's always one that's there that, you know, and maybe it's not really a girlfriend, but that's a friend of a friend that is smiling or anything. And then right behind you, you hear, 
you know, she's chattering behind your back or she's thinking something, you see what's behind the eyes. You feel it. You know it. It's and it's it's the elephant in the room. We've all known someone that has felt like that. And there's so many now with social media. It's unbelievable. Oh my God, seriously. Right? You know, it it just like with everything else, it's an energy and that tension. I mean, I even think down to like when people would tell me like not to wear something that I know I looked good in, you know, like we're going out. It's like, oh, do you have another outfit? Like, oh, I'm like, I like the way I look like I like this outfit. Like it comes down to little energies and just things that you pick up on that. You're like these these people, there's a jealousy in the air. That, that is exactly. For sure. Exactly. And I'll tell you, it's jealousy, I think, is like the root of all evil, to be completely honest. It isn't people think, oh, money's the root money. of money. All- oh my God. I like can't believe you just said that. I say this on my podcast about money. I'm like, so many people have this mindset that money is the root of all evil. Uh, what? Good people do great things with money. Like it, it's not, it's jealousy. You're so right. It's jealousy. Jealousy is the root of all evil. You know, more money. People think that just because you create more money, that there's this energy of selfishness or that you're greedy. When in reality, it's about owning in on your value. You know, when I first started, I charged a certain amount, but I'm in this industry for over 20 years. And it's not just an industry. I'm aligning passion with purpose. And it's about quality, knowing, owning in on your value, you can charge whatever you want to charge. But this also has to do with like, you know, the energy of the way that you present yourself, do you value yourself enough? And those that don't value themselves are the ones that tap into jealousy, because that's envy. It's like the feeling that somebody else has something more than you have. And it's, it's crazy. It's intimidation. It's competitive, being competitive, you know, for no apparent reason, except a feeling undervalued that has to do with you. It's not the other person's fault. It's you. Let's get into this. So how would you define jealousy? Really? Like what is jealousy? Jealousy is a feeling of lack. Jealousy is a feeling that is inside of you. Like we have, when we are born, when we're, we're born, we are 100, our barometers of our barometer, our soul barometer, our soul energetic force inside of us is 100% love. That's it. When we feel growing up in relationships, the first relationship is with our caretaker, then it could be with like, you know, our siblings or our cousins or our friends or whatever it is later on, then it ends up being with, with people as teenagers, romantic relationships. But the way that we learn is through relationships and the jealousy stems from where we feel that love needs to be conditional love in order for me to be loved to have that wealth, that value, then I must do something in order to get it. Or it is a feeling of, you know, the ones that have the jealousy are the ones that feel that they're unlucky. When in reality, it has to do with you are given a certain, you know, when we're born, we have a certain destiny. Some people maybe have more challenges than others. But jealousy really comes from a place where you feel it doesn't matter if someone was brought up and was was born in the slums or in poverty. If they feel great wealth and they genuinely see the cup half 
full instead of the cup half empty, then they're going to attract that love and that value back to them. They're not going to view others as a competitive force. So it really comes from a place where there's lack of love or feeling that someone's going to steal something from you that, that apparently that you want to hold on to, hold on to. So you have to do something in order to like um, do something like in order to keep it, if you know what I mean. Like it's like do something out of character, something manipulative in order to keep it. And we can't keep things or people. It's not ownership. So it really comes from a lack of love, a lack of value, and thinking that there's conditions when it comes down to what love really is. Mm. Yeah, you know, I, I've always seen there's like the quotes and, and the things that I see on social media and whatnot, but I've always read and seen like, jealousy, for the most part does not come from what you have, it comes from the way that people love you the way people see you It comes from your light. So it comes from the fact that when you walk into the room heads turn and somebody else feels like, oh, well, they're taking attention from me. So of course, it all stems down to that lack. And that's something that I've always felt like I've had so many friends throughout my life, that for no good reason, would try to like rain on my parade, or would would talk about me in like a subliminally hater kind of way to other people. Like, you know, I actually funny enough, I just bumped into this girl. I, I I never met her before. I just happened to meet her the other day because we we cross each other in passing. And now, of course, I'm complimenting her hair. I think her hair looks beautiful. I always love to compliment people, especially if I think it. You know, if I'm seeing it, I want to say it. So I told her that I love her hair. And she said, we started to talk about hair extensions. I have extensions, whatever. And she said, you know, I guess, I don't know if it was the other day or whatever. Recently, she was out with like one of her friends and somebody else was there. And that other person was like, I love your hair to her. And her friend was like, oh, you know, it's not her real hair. It's extensions. And it's like, yeah, it's like, Yes, that is true. Okay. And it's not, Freaking she said, great. she's like, you know, it's not like I would have lied and said it's my own hair. Like, it's, yes, I have extensions. But the fact that she was so quick to like interrupt that compliment to make sure that person knows, like, oh, don't credit her for the nice hair. It's fake. Like, it's just such a, a hating thing to do because some yeah. people can't tolerate, some people have no, they, they can't possibly listen to somebody else getting complimented, getting attention, being loved, and they're sitting aside and sitting back and watching. I had a friend that was like that. I had, well, I had a lot of friends like that, but thinking of one friend that comes to my head in particular, we were friends for a long time. And I'll never forget when we were, I, I, like, it's not that she wasn't invited somewhere. She just wasn't there that night. Maybe she was away. I don't know. She just wasn't there at the moment. And she was annoyed that like I went and hung out with these people when she wasn't there because obviously in her mind, it's like, great. Now, if she spends time with them, she's going to be closer with them. She's going to hang out with them. They're going to like, she didn't want me to go be around people when she couldn't be there. Mm -hmm. So I remember her, like just the way she was talking to me. I'm like, I I don't understand the issue. Like, these are also my friends. (laughs) Like, like I'm going. And I think of that, you know, it comes from that place of, a lack of love, a lack of value. They cannot stand to see you be put in a place of, of being loved and valued. And yeah, it, it, jealousy truly comes from 
I, I mean, I'm sure you could say right now that the root of it is n- is not about anything you have. It's about how people see you, how people love you. It's not even how they see you. It's so true what you're saying. It's not even how they see you or how they're viewing you. It's how they see themselves, how they view themselves. If they feel that there's some sort of competition, when in reality, you have your lane, they have your lane, and we're here to intertwine our talents, to be happy for one another, to see how can I serve? How can I help you with what I have? Instead of saying, I'm not, I'm just going to watch them because maybe they're going to get ahead of me. What is it? You know, we're all going to get there. We all have our own finish line. We all have our own goals and gifts and but it's more of like, especially, especially now, it's like a very superficial time that we live in, a very superficial time where, you know, with the media and looking and, and half the time, I mean, it's people aren't, they don't appear to be, well, well, they appear a certain way, but in reality, who they truly are is something different. So it's like, who are you really? And it's, I, I had a similar story in a broke, you know, because I think I have a few years, like <laughs> I have a few years on you, but that's okay. It's about, it's about life experience too. You're an older soul, right? But, yeah. but I, but here I, on planet earth, um, and I had an experience too. Like I, um, I always beat to my own drum, just like you. It's, it's when I feel like being social, I'm super social, but both you and I are, we are definitely introvert extroverts kind of, although we may appear that we're uber social because we're public figures. We do need that time because we're energy beings. We're on there on social media. I, you know, I have thousands of clients, like hundreds of thousands of clients around the world. Globally, this is always about an energy exchange. And that's the way jealousy, by the way, it's all about energy. It's the pathway and people can just look the way that it actually transfers is through the eyes. You know, they, they say that the eyes are the windows to the soul. And the moment when you look in someone's eyes, you can tell, like I said this many times, you can tell whether they're honest whether they're truthful, what, you know, um, they're pure, whether they're liars, if they're not looking at you in the eyes, or if they're looking to the left, or if they're looking to the right, it's almost like they're thinking of what to say, especially when people have lack of um, eye contact. There's something that is behind there, even body language, those that are jealous, they have like, what do they call it? Um, Oh, a bitch like the bitch resting face <laughs> oh oh resting bitch face yeah the resting bitch face yeah exactly so they have this rbf rest- rbs right you know rbf rbf rbs <laughs> <laughs> is something else so R- they have this resting bitch face that they're just looking and they want to appear a certain way and they're all cool and everything like that. And then at home, they come home and they feel lack. They don't have this, you know, they feel like, you know, they don't have much. So they feed off of other people's misery. These are energy vampires. They want Misery to stay- loves company. Hell yeah. They get off on whether or not like, oh, they failed. Ah, ha, ha, ha. You know, like, and this is, this is really, this is evil it's not just all positive energy, love and light and, and be the light. And, and there is also negativity as well out there in the world. And the way that we learn 
is actually through the negativity. And, you know, my thing is like of always being honest. I teach through honesty. I never teach through fear. I only teach through love. I channel exactly what is being heard. And if people don't want to hear what they want to hear, that's on them. But when they project their lack and saying, well, she has this and I don't have that. And it's not on me, on other people. They're not focusing on themselves of what, how they could, they're focusing too much on other people. And that in itself is so depleting. And you know, when you've been zapped by a jealous person, we, you know it, when we're not protected, we're energy beings. If our aura isn't protected and we go out there and we have a drink or two or something, or we're like, you know, and we are just feeling we're, we're vulnerable. We want to have fun. And all of a sudden that envy, that heaviness, think of like Libra, the sign of scales. If that negativity is heavy, it'll zap us. It will absolutely, it's, that's like, that is what we call the psychic attack. Mm -hmm. And trust me, my power and I'm, you know, and this is not a a condescending or an egotistical thing. I know that I'm great at what I do with the experiences that I've had. But what has taught me is not just of the books that I read, the shamans that I studied with, um, the investment in myself, it's real life stuff of other people's attack, like other entities being, you know, attacking me with jealousy and so on and so forth. This is not like woo woo of the ghost attacking you. These are man made created energies that that's what people sometimes like they feel. Fear. They feel they they feel anxiety. They don't know what happened, but said everything was great one day, and the next day they feel like shit. What happened? They were psychically attacked by other people's jealousy. Happens all the time. Wow. Let's get into that. So, I know I know you wouldn't say this, but as the client, I am openly saying this. You told me that this was happening to me the other day when we were about to do a session. So when we were about to do a session or, or did we not end up doing the session? I can't, we, yeah, we didn't do it. It was that morning. It was around the time my birthday, right? It was your birthday session. And I, yes. So it was my birthday session, you guys. And Janet will, will not get on social media and say this, but I will, because this is me. (laughs) So Janet and I do these sessions. As you guys know, we work together on a monthly basis. And so it was around the time of my birthday and It's funny because from when I woke up that morning, like we had this call set in place. We had the time scheduled. We always schedule everything. We have it to the calendar, on the book, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. But even with it on the calendar, like that day, I almost felt like the call wasn't going to happen. Like something was just off that my, like, I just felt like it wasn't like the call. I don't know. You know, when you just have the energy where someone's going to bail on you or cancel, maybe you have dinner. yeah. Yeah. You have dinner plans and you're like, yeah, I know for a fact that we're not going to end up going to dinner. That was how I felt that day with the call. And I was at my mom's house. I had slept at my mom's house the night before. So the night before she asked how long I was staying the next day, I said, no, I have to go home early in the morning. I have a call with Janet, blah, blah, blah. But then the next day when I woke up, I didn't wake up and go home. I stayed at my mom's house. And she was like, don't you have your call with Janet? And I was like, I don't know if I have it. And then you texted me and said that we, I like, I, I didn't even tell you that because we haven't got to talk because we've both been, both been so busy, but she was yeah. like, I thought you had to leave early. Don't you have the call with Janet? I'm like, I don't think that I have it. I'm like, I don't think that I have the call today. I don't know. I'm going to talk to her. And then you said to me, 
we need to reschedule. And when we talked on the phone, that's exactly what you told me. There was a a jealousy psychic attack on me, Mm -hmm. which just completely hindered you from being able to cleanse me or what can you explain that? Like what, what that situation was? Yeah, definitely. So whenever I do sessions, so the destiny program is one thing, but I start, you know, any time, especially that you've been working with me for a while, we do the alchemist every month and um, coaching and intuitive sessions, but we do a clearing before. And when I tune in, I actually start on Sunday morning. So if your session is like on a Wednesday, whatever, I start on Sunday morning and I tune into everyone that is there. I always say my prayers, we connect. It's always through love. And then the morning of our session, which, you know, I wake up like now I've been waking up around 445. It's crazy. And um, when I do my meditations and my prayers, my connection, I then connect to you. That was you that morning. And I call in my angels, my guides, your angels and your guides. We ask permission to do this session. And there's this a sacred ceremony that happens between our souls. It's always, you know, there always has to be. And the validation is there. The approval was there. However, it felt like there was molasses that was around you. Like, you know, like that's what it felt like. It felt like honey. That's, it was so thick when in reality, when, and it was right by the heart chakra and I felt it around your shoulder blades, which is your fourth, which is your fourth chakra. The shoulder blades and the heart is our fourth chakra. The fourth chakra connects us to the the essence of who we actually are. Anything that's below our belly, that if we've ever felt like a belly ache or our legs or anything like that. It has to do with energy of earthly things. Anything from the heart up has to do with our soul path. It's very interesting. So I knew at that moment, especially it was around your birthday, it was your birthday session where we go month by month with whom and with what of your highest potential. And I am shown, it's almost like I I open up the Akashic records and I'm shown Exactly. Like, it's almost like I see this movie, like you're in a planetarium of what will be, and it's in different octaves, but it was shown to me, like, as if I was, I wasn't able to see or feel or sense it clearly. It just felt very thick and sticky, like literally like Spider-Man. And I'm like, oh my God, she was literally zapped. And that's, it's, it's a feeling where we, I didn't want to force it. Could I've done it? You know, it's, that's why it's, I, I, I could have done it, but it would have been inauthentic because in order for the sessions, and you know that you and I, when we do our sessions for it to be in the highest potential, it has to be done in honesty and in integrity. At that moment, it was as if we would be going through so many detours and it wasn't the right time. I said, why don't we just do a clearing? And when we hung up, at that, you know, what I did was that evening was an energetic chakra cleansing for you and your auric field, because we are energy beings. And whenever someone looks at you or thinks something, it may not even be like, oh, I love her hair. It could be of what they lack. Like, wow, I wish I had that kind of hair. I wish I had. I wish I had. Anything of I wish I had means that somebody, somebody else has it. And for some reason they feel threatened that I wish had inadvertently is a psychic attack 
to you. So when in reality is we should be inspiring and aspiring one another, especially as women and saying, wow, you're, you look amazing. Can you give me some, you know, can you give me some, some um, tips for that instead of others feel vulnerable? If they ask, they feel weak or not intelligent or not beautiful enough. So that morning when that happened, I wasn't able to go through I was not able to, and it felt heavy. I physically felt ill. Sorry, I need, I need everybody to know what's going on here right now. We're speaking about the evil eye. We're and I'm rubbing about, my eye. And she's rubbing her left eye like crazy. I am my damn contact woman. What did, did you put a spell on my contact lens? No, girl. I only, I only do good jujus. That's it. We don't do spells. I swear, only your eyes, is, it's dry, right? You see me this whole time. I keep like looking down and like trying to fix my eye, but yeah. Yeah. But honestly, so that's the way, you know, when, when we connected that evening, cause energy will go through. It doesn't matter if someone is in Australia and you are in New Jersey or mm-hmm. California, energy will connect no matter what, it's like you just dial, it's the Wi-Fi, boom, it's a direct connection. That's why when you think about somebody, all of a sudden they'll call yeah, or they'll text or suddenly they show up on, on, on social media. You'll think about them. You actually don't even say it because now we know everything is being recorded. You know, everything we say could be used against us, <laughs> you know, when in reality it's, it's that is uh, so true. Anytime right? I think it's just so true. Anytime I think of someone like they come up, they text me, they call me, they come up they, like in, in even the smallest way, even down to the little things of like, oh, they haven't liked my photos in months on social media. And then they like my photo, like the day after I just like thought about them. Like it's, it, it's, it's bizarre, but it's, it's not a coincidence. No, there's no, because when that's the way energy, it literally if you give something so much strength and so much like even hate, hate and jealousy, that's, that is, you know, it is so on, on the, on the scale of what is his name? So there was this guy years ago, his name is David Hawkins Mm -hmm. and he is, um, yes, he's an internationally renowned spiritual teacher. And he also discovered, um, and he's a physician he um, he's an MD and a PhD, brilliant guy, brilliant guy. And what he did is he did something called and he discovered. Okay, pardon this weird interruption, you guys, Janet kind of trails off there and we'll pick up where she left off. But because I had to get up and fix my eye because my contact was killing me. So I had to take them out and put in my put on my glasses instead. So when I came back, we were having a quick conversation that I was going to edit out, but we do bring it up again in the interview. So I'm going to keep this part in so that you guys can understand what we were referring to. Sorry, I literally like I couldn't even hear you at that point because my eye was hurting. No, I know how it is. I have contacts also, you know. Also, just wanted to say before I forget, you look the same age as me with those eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Janet, you look 27 years old with those eyelashes. I'm not kidding. You literally look like a kid right now. Oh, my God. Like maybe, the whole maybe, time. Maybe I, don't know. I think it's a combination of the high ponytail with the lashes and you look like you have on a juicy couture sweatsuit right now. Oh, it's 
spiritual gangster. Yeah, no, I've been looking at it the whole time. So you have a very like mean girl's mom vibe happening right now. And you just look <laughs> yeah. like, you look so young. Like, not that you're not young, but you know what I mean? Like you look like you're in your twenties. You got these lashes, the high pony, the juicy tracksuit. Like, I, it's so funny watching you right now. I'm like, you look like a total, like so young. I thank you so much. I am the mom of like, don't mess with my Victoria because if you do, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Look at, look what the back of it says. It says, what does it I, say? Turn around. Oh, it's backwards though. I can't see. Oh wait, what it is says, it? Say? I am the light. I am the light. I see it. I see it. I thought it was backwards. I am the light. I am the light. Yeah. Spiritual mm-hmm. gangster. I am the light. You know what? This is what I put on when we're speaking about jealousy and about evil eye. No one's going to mess one of those hoodies. I want it. <laughs> I'll get you one. It's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. You were about to get into whatever the heck. David. David. David Hawkins. Okay. All right. Okay. So this is this is. This is so interesting. I really enjoyed this study. Um, so he's a he's a psychiatrist, PhD. He's a medical doctor, David Hawkins. And what he did is he um, researched that we are all energy beings and you can actually measure emotions. And the, depending on the view of life, the way people look at life, there's a certain energy or level that you're at. So when people genuinely feel love, the energy frequency of love is 500. So the energy scale runs from 20, 20 being really low, like um, to 700 to a thousand, which is enlightenment. That's like guru energy. These are people like, you know, like the Dalai Lama is like 700 to a thousand. Now, the energy of jealousy of um, the energy of even like of desire, because desire and energy, they're like country cousins, because in order to feel like this, it's not, we always want to strive for something better, but when we desire something that we are craving because we don't have it, that frequency is actually 125. The energy of shame is 20. And they have, there's a level of it, different colors associated with it. And also um, the view of life. So when people feel hopeless, that's the energy of apathy. That's the energy of despair. Like I have to do something, you know, it's like desperation, you know, like, so let me exactly the story that you said about that chick that said, well, her hair isn't real anyway. You know, like exactly like you just said, oh my God, you look so young with your lashes. It could be somebody said, well, they're fake anyway. You're, you're, you're. Yes, exactly. Anyway, you could, you could think you look like you're 27, but you're really 46. So, (laughs) so, you know, it's like, shut, shut up, you know, like. (laughs) Maybe I'll add, maybe I'll add that little part in in here when I'm telling (laughs) you about your lashes so that people, so that people could hear how I was complimenting you. And it's so true because that. There's probably someone right now who would hear me say that to you and, and their skin would crawl that I'm not complimenting them. <laughs> right. Or they'd be like, oh, what are they, what is she saying to her? Like, she's yeah. like going to be 50 in a few years, but you know what? It's, it's, let, let me tell you something. So this, this thing with David Hawkins, you have to look it up and there's, so there's a name of the level 
And then there is the energy frequency associated with it. And then the emotional state. So when people feel anxiety, when they're miserable, when they're really like, that's 20 or 30, like that's, that's like plain out like evil. Okay. And then they have to blame other people for their misery. And then they get off on other people's misery. So that's the lowest of consciousness. What love is, what happiness is, is a very high frequency. Jealousy is the lowest of the low. You know, when enlightenment is actually of wealth and it's not of wealth of just money, because the more money you have, the more you could help others. It's the wealth of health. It's the wealth of sharing enlightenment. It's the wealth of knowing that you're connected with source. But I wanted to mention a story though, when you were meant, when you were talking about your experience with, with that, with the jealousy, with the hair and everything and about, you know, growing up. Even, even like what you shared in the last pod of even like dancing school and all these things of like wanting to fit in and not fitting in and everything like that, but never once were you envious about the others, you know, but yet as an empath and a lot of empaths on this planet, they feel um, the wrath of other people's jealousy they feel it and they fear sometimes being vulnerable and being real that they're going to get attacked. So they allow almost like the negativity to still control them. So I'll share a quick story. Um, and so throughout my life, I've had a lot of close, you know, girlfriends. Absolutely. You know, some I'm still friends with for many years, but what I noticed was that Throughout when I was like, I think in my 30s, I had one friend that was she was about 10 years older than me. And she was almost like another mother figure, but a young kind of like very youthful, very wise when it came down to certain relationships. And you meet people at a time when when you like almost like God puts you into into the right place at the right time with certain relationships. So this was definitely destined. It wasn't like, you know, a coincidence. It was destined. But then it was almost like she wanted to own me. You know, it was this like, did you ever have that? Like a relationship where there, there was like ownership? Like, you can't do that. No, you have to be with me. And I'm like, but I, I have to I, need to, I need to do this. I want to do this. And then you feel guilty of not including them. Did you ever feel like that? like literally exact scenarios are coming into my head. So like I can remember specific conversations and specific moments in time where I'm like, yep, that's, yep. That was that. And, and you feel almost obligated, even though to include them when they have no, no business being there. Mm -hmm. And does that make you a good friend or a bad friend? So you include them in because you just, you know, out of quote unquote, thinking it's respectful, but it's deep inside, you know, it's not the right thing to do. And later on, they become envious of your friendship with the other people. When you're meant to have different groups of friends, that's the way we, we evolve. So what happened was we ended up going away to this place in Mexico with and teaching, you know, it was, it was her, she introduced me to her shaman. And she has, she has known him for many, many, many years. I think I told you this story. Did I tell you the story? No, I told somebody else. He, I, I told my husband. 
he, the guy, they, they've known each wow, other. I'm so glad that I'm on the level of your husband. You don't even know which one is which. <laughs> I tell my, I confide with my husband, everything. He's my best friend. Yes. I mean, I, and I, I share many things with you, but so here we are for, for about 10 years, she's been studying with him. Right. And like, she would buy him gifts and his child gifts and everything like that. You can't buy love. And here I am, and I'm practicing Kundalini and meditation. We're up five o'clock in the morning and my eyes are closed. And all of a sudden he comes over to me and he gifts me. I know that this is your, your, your crowd, your, your listeners are going to be like, what is this? He gifts me his turban. He had a turban. Now I wasn't wearing a turban and he, he said, this is for you. This is for you. This is a gift for you. While I, while you were meditating, I saw something in you. I saw your light. It is so bright. You need to cover your, this is my gift to you. Like literally took it. Like it was, it's a sacred thing of gifting, whether it's a, you know, someone's necklace or whatever, but he gifted his turban. This is in the middle of a meditation, the music, there's mantras going, going on. It's such a mystical time. We were in the middle of the jungle. It's the most beautiful place. She gets up, her face turns beet red, and she stomps out. At that moment, my heart sunk into my stomach. I'm like, why did he give me this? I didn't ask her it. Why did he? And then I said, why are you giving me this, especially in front of her? And he's like, what did I do wrong? This is a gift for you. You don't worry about her. But the jealousy that I felt at that moment was so deep that I never in a million years. So even if you are spiritual and you're doing the right thing, there's still the human side of us where we feel that there is some lack at times. So I was attacked at that moment. I felt that attack. And finally, when, when she come down and maybe like months later or weeks later, and we spoke and I said, what did I do to you? And she said, you did nothing. You just show it up. It's your light. It's not you. There's nothing you can do or say. And I said, okay, well, then I guess we just can't be friends anymore. And that was one of the hardest things because I genuinely, until this day, I love her and I'm sure she loves me, but her, her feeling threatened that there was something inside of me that she, that she lacked was greater than the love that she had for me. Wow. So the energy of threat, and that was really painful. And that happened quite a few times after that. And we're going to go through it in life with those feelings of being attacked at times until we realize no one could ever attack us. We have to continue inspiring and aspiring others. But it's, it's real. It's real. That's why wars happen. That's why, you know, so many wars, there's going to be a war, probably, I don't know, I don't want to say it, God forbid, but, but there's, there's just that there, even throughout our history, it comes from jealousy. They have the fuel and we don't let's threaten them and make them feel small. So we could have that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's stealing, you're stealing someone's light. So never, ever dim your light. So someone else could be, feel themselves brighter. Okay. And this is what I teach my kids. I don't care. Like they would, we always try to like, think that we can connect to somebody when they share a story. Let me share a story. 
So you, so they never feel that they're victimized. No, when they're sharing their story of feeling hurt, you share inspiring something inspiring with them. So you could bring them up because if you're sharing them just to feel the connection, what you're doing is you're lowering your vibration and you're sinking down, you know, be the light, always be the light. Don't dim it for anyone ever. And later on, you know, it took me years to get over actually that relationship. And it felt now it feels neutral, but it was definitely karmic. There's no doubt about it. Yes. A lot to absorb, a lot to take in. But while I, you know, I'm, I see your evil eye behind you. I have my evil eye ring on me. (laughs) I want to, I want to, I want to get a little more into the evil eye in itself. Like How does the evil eye transfer onto you? Like, what is all of it? Can you remove it? Like, explain it all. So the evil eye is a concept that is at least 5,000 years old, right? It's a concept of, um, of energy transference through the eye. And like I mentioned before, the eyes are the windows to the soul. And someone can just view someone else feeling that they have, that they are lacking something. And that in itself, you could get zapped. In Kabbalistic um, and Jewish mysticism, right? That's um, Jewish mysticism. They wear a red string on your left wrist. Like many religions, we have like, you know, different things to protect, quote unquote, protect the energy. And that red string that you see a lot of like Kabbalists wear, it's made out of wool. And wool is a conductor of energy and it's worn on your left wrist because the left is the receiving energy. So when somebody zaps you, the way that our circuitry works, energy runs from our left palm into our heart and out like it it runs, it runs basically from the left to the right, from the left to the right, from the feminine to the masculine. So the evil eye is in so many different in Egyptian culture, in, um, in Middle Eastern culture, in, in Italian culture, Greek culture, Italian, they believe like, you know, the horns, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the horns they'll have. And what are the horns? It's the horns of like, you know, the devil in a sense, like of, of you know, they'll have garlic, people will have garlic at their doors. Like there's all these different superstitions. And the reason it's, there's always truth behind certain superstitions. And it comes from, a lineage of, well, not even a lineage. It comes from a belief system that we want to protect our energy around us. So can it be removed when, when someone feels that they were um, attacked, the psychic attacked, there's a certain um, events that are, that keep on happening, that they keep on having bad luck. And they're like, I don't, this is, this is how, you know, you've been zapped. The first thing, the feeling of if it doesn't feel right, it isn't right. The second feeling is one of you feel something physical inside of you that's health wise. And then all of a sudden, it's as if anything that you try, you keep on hitting a brick wall. You're not sleeping at night. Insomnia, anxiety, um, the feeling of and so so it's basically you keep on detour, you know, everything is detouring. This is when you need also, you need to clear the energy in your home. And this is something that I do all the time, but at least four times um, a year, like 
sage your home, sage your auric field, because that it's, you know, it's around you. Sage it and then sanctify. This is the way we remove it. Sanctify is bringing up um, the sweetness because now you're replacing it. You're removing that. But the first thing is of acknowledging that you were attacked. You were attacked and that you weren't weak because you were attacked. It was because of someone's feeling of lack or of just hate because there is like there is that um so after you you sage you sanctify you bless you then actually send a prayer to the person if you know who it is mm, yes if you know who it is you don't like it's like martin luther king right we don't dissolve hate with hate right we we need to do it through love and the reason why they are like that is because of their lack so you just send, you could write a letter, you could say, thank you, whatever the person may be. Or if you don't, you know, thank you, if you don't know who it is, or it could be a community of people or a group of people. Thank you. I acknowledge you. I send you love and light. I send you love and light. May you be happy. May you be safe. May you be secure. May you be nurtured. May you know that you're being loved and that you're loved. Because that's the way you neutralize the negative energy. But first, you have to cleanse it. Definitely, if you know good energy healer, remove whatever needs to be removed. But um, And then later on, you write a letter. And you put it out there to that person. And you could throw it out afterwards. But you need to put that energy back. Just by knowing and not doing anything about it, the energy still lingers. So it has to be completely neutralized. And that's the way you neutralize it. Even though you're angry, you know, you're like, what the hell? Why did they, why would they do that? So even though you're angry, you would, you would neutralize it with love always. And that's what you just said. You know, now you feel neutral with that, with that former friend, like in the beginning stage, yes, there's always going to be that tension. There's always going to be that feeling of uneasiness and like, there's uncertainty and you, you don't really know exactly where you stand, but you know, it's not in a good place. You know, that something feels off for you, you know, something feels off for her, but now when you get to a place of it being neutral, it's like, okay, now, like it, it's, it, it came to a head and now it's done. Like now it's done. So that neutrality is really the goal. I would say in, in personally recovering from these attacks, because when you go through these attacks, you know, if you feel it, if you can sense it, if it's hindering you or giving you anxiety or giving, making you like lose sleep or anything like that, once you get to that place of neutrality is when you're like, I, I you almost feel like, I can't believe like the hold that this had on me at the time. I can't believe how I felt at the time, but I love that. And I think that that's a very good tangible thing for people to understand to look for is the feeling of being neutral like nothing to lose nothing to gain no bad feelings no good feelings I'm neutral I don't I don't feel like you know it's just it's fine like it is what it is basically and and it's actually forgiving the person and you're like how could I forgive them when they were so jealous and they were um you know and they they wished all that bad upon me and there's this, you know, there's this ancient Hawaiian prayer that is also like um, neutralizes. And that's actually, I have a free meditation and it's called the Honoponopono. And all it is, is it is four different sections. 
through the meditation, and it's like, I, I will lead you on that. The words that you use, you think of that person in front of you. And the words are, I love you, even though they could be the biggest badass bitch, like really nasty. Um, I, but you say, I love you. I'm sorry. Cause perhaps you did something even a past life energy never dies. Mm -hmm. It's all, there's no such thing as coincidence. Energy never dies. We, we need to learn through feelings. I love you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Thank you. Those are the words. I love you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Thank you. And that actually disconnects the cords between you and them. That's a beautiful way of even cutting the cords between the jealousy that the others had on you, that evil eye. And by that is neutralizing that because you're acknowledging them that they are also one of God's children. But now this is the way of like, you're just sending them the rose colored light of compassion, that forgiveness prayer, even though you don't have to accept that what they've done or condone what they do, but that's the way you neutralize and you go back above. That's the way we do it. Mm. Wow. Okay. So we went over a lot. We went over, you know, everything that you guys need to really understand to resonate with jealousy, because you know what it is? I think a lot of people don't really identify certain things as people being jealous of them, because I think people feel as if, if you think someone's jealous of you, you must be like cocky, right? You must be something, right? You know, and I've said to people that so-and-so, oh, they're jealous of me, whatever. And almost even I feel like saying those words, you almost feel a little like funny saying it. You almost feel like you sound a little silly to be like, oh yeah, they're, they're jealous of me. They're jealous of me. But it's not in a sense to be like, oh, they're jealous of me, you know, I'm so much better than them, but it's in the sense of being like, oh, no, no, no. I know their energy. They are jealous of me. They, they There is such a, a strong energy between us of them. Like they cannot handle seeing the way that I am, the, seeing my light and the way that I'm loved and the way I'm treated. Like they are jealous of my energy. They are jealous of me. So, you know, I know that even when I say that someone is jealous of me, because trust me, I know when they are. I do tend to feel like some people might feel like I sound a little silly saying that, but you know, I don't mean it in the way that people think that I mean it. I don't mean it in the sense of like, I have more than they have. I genuinely mean it in the sense of like, listen, that person would not be clapping. If I won something, if that person would not be standing up and shouting me out, if I was, you know, number one of this, like, I just know how it is because some people can't handle seeing you get recognized seeing you, you know, be the light, like they just can't handle it. So I know when that energy is like attacking me. And I think that, you know, this might really help people to, to come to terms with the fact that like, no, 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 that's not just a bad friend. That's a jealous person. There's not, you didn't do anything wrong that makes them not want to be around you. They can't handle being around you. You know, it's not you. They genuinely are jealous of you. So you guys know what we said, you know, declutter, get rid of that energy, any, any toxic or negative energies, sage the house. Trust me, decluttering is truly one of the best things that you could possibly do. I, I, I love doing it. Do your meditations. Janet has it on there. What am I missing that we also mentioned to do? 
the Hono Nopono, like with the Hawaiian prayer, they could just grab that on my, my gram. They could go on Instagram and it's a free download. It's called a forgiveness meditation. You, even on Spotify, they could find that meditation. So before we go, Janet has a gift for everyone that she is going to share. Let's talk about what this membership is. What does it mean? What is, what is the offer that everyone who's listening is going to get and so on and so forth? Oh, this is, so this has been, this is my, my baby that I've been birthing for quite some time. And this is called a soul star membership. So it's a sacred community. And for the past couple of years, when COVID happened, I was doing free offerings all the time, doing monthly vibes, channeling in, and then someone would always win a free intuitive reading right there. And then we would go into channel so through that, I wanted to, because I don't have the time or the capacity to take on many new clients for the one-on-ones. So I wanted to offer my services on a platform where it's a sacred space. Um, and that's where the soul star has been born. And it's a community that will support you from moving from surviving to thriving. We're going to, it's really, it's basically like a mini um, ancient mystic um, school but this is where you're going to you're going to be held in the most compassionate, nurturing, accountable way where every month we're going to have a measurable results action plan. We're going to be we'll know when the full moon in full moon is when the new moon is, you'll know when the best days to start certain projects. So it really is. It has to do with your soul's evolution. And this is really something that is absolutely sacred. Things will there are certain things that are pre-recorded, but I will be there live and there's going to be world renowned global healers that I've worked with and that I'm going to bring on onto the platform also. And every single month you will experience this is the connection to your soul star. Your soul star is the movie of before you came here. It's the plan of your entire life. So it's this beautiful discovery process where we go into the Akashic records every month and we tune in and someone will win a free session every month. And um, you'll be able to manifest in the flow that you were meant to be. So you're, you're not going to get stuck anymore, put it that way. And you'll have a beautiful community. So every month we're actually going to be including energy healing. So you're going to get an energy healing every single month. And with that being said, the monthly rate is $75 a month, or it's $697 a year. And that is good until the 28th of February. And we have a special promo code for all of your listeners. And if they put FTG10, when they, um, in the coupon code, FTG, you're going to put it down anyway, right? FTG in the, in the show notes, FTG 10, they will get an extra 10% off either the yearly or the monthly membership. And it's just, you know, because to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, it takes, it's going to, you know, I don't, I'm actually closed out for the entire 2022 already. And um, this is just the next best thing. And we'll be able to really connect and, and you'll get to know your work, your worth, and really be involved with a really great, great, great community. It's mm -hmm. your viewers, my viewers. I mean, this is something we've been building for years. So mm -hmm. it's an amazing thing. I can't, I can't wait. March 1st is our launch date. 
And, and the, the thing that I can truly say is that I can imagine where you will be a year from now if this is an investment that you take because I think of all the sessions we do every month and even just like the lives that we do on Instagram. Like every single time we connect every single month, I grow. I learn something new. I become a better version of myself. I become more self-aware. I, you know, every single month for the past three years that we do connect over the past three years, I always learn from it, even from doing, doing the podcast episodes, you know, like even just having this conversation with you, of course, this isn't necessarily personal to me. This is more general, but still there's value to me personally in doing it, if that makes sense. So I genuinely believe that, you know, a lot of people, let, let's be honest, right? Most people have not invested into anything like you. Most people do not just say, oh, I have an intuitive coach. <laughs> Most people aren't like, yeah, I have my own personal pocket healer. I just carry Janet around in my pocket and, uh, you know, I take her out every month and she just heals my energy. Most people have not ever even thought about working on themselves, fixing themselves, bettering themselves, channeling their energy and like healing themselves. Like, I'm going to say nine out of 10 people do not do it. Um, but, you know, some people, some people really, when they, when they, it, it, what do we always say? Timing, right? So when the, when the, when the time is right and they see the value and they understand it, it's the best thing that they could possibly do. Because I always say, I didn't start working with you as soon as I met you. I started working with you about six months after I met you. Um, you know, it, it can't, it had to come with the time of me being like, okay, I'm ready. Like I'm ready. I see the value now. It makes sense to me now. This is the right time. So I think that this time is, I mean, it's a new year. It's the beginning of the year and 2021 was rough. So I, I can imagine if people make this investment in 2022, oh my goodness, by the time that through the end of this year, by the beginning of next year, Trust me, it's going to be a whole new world. So it's it's definitely an investment worth making. So 10% off for all listeners of For the Girls using the code FTG10. And that will be 10% off of a monthly membership, which a, a, a monthly rate, sorry, a monthly rate of $75. So 10% off of that or 10% off of a yearly rate of $697. So lots of savings and so much to gain. So really exciting stuff. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for your words, truly, because that it means it means the world to me, because um, knowing knowing that you utilize everything that is channeled from me to you and the best investment that you could ever make is for yourself and on yourself. So thank you for being vulnerable and honest and for really helping raise the consciousness of all your viewers and all that you do, because maybe others may perceive it as some superficial things, but what you really connect to is the depth of so many things. You speak, you speak about topics that others would never in a million years even go come close to, and you say things from the heart. So I truly love you, Vic. Thank you. Oh, I love you. And, and it's funny because my last 
So the episode that's out right now, that's going to be the week before your episode comes out is about money. So I'm talking about like, girls, spend your money, like invest your money, spend exactly. it on yourself. So hopefully they get off of that episode and now they're in, in, the, in the spirit of, of investing into themselves and not feeling guilty about it because truly, like you said, the best investment you can make is in yourself. So yeah. And that's, that's what we teach also. We teach about manifesting money also. That's one thing that I am incredible at. We could make a dollar or 50 cents. That's, I, I, can, I built and help, not I built, but I've helped build multi-million dollar businesses for hundreds of clients already. And it's just through them taking chances and really doing and feeling what feels right. You know, not taking you know, erratic chances. It's, it's yeah. risk of knowing with confidence that there will be a net no matter what, no matter what, when so, you're aligned with your passion. <laughs> yeah. If there's anyone that you need to trust on manifesting more money into your life, it's going to be this duo right here. We'll be the ones to tell you about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Janet. So, 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 so much. Of course, everyone knows where to find you. Janet.namaste on Instagram. And she has everything linked through there, her YouTube, her website, this membership, and so on and so forth. So check it all out through her Instagram and that's it. Thank That's you so much for joining. Namaste, Angel. Namaste.